0: Coffee with your spouse is like capturing happiness in a cup.
1: She's the cream in my coffee.
0: And he's the sugar in my cup. I'm Teddy. And I'm Jenny.
1: You're listening to Cream in My Coffee.
0: Of the five human senses, the sense of hearing is one of the most powerful. Hearing your lover's voice, or even just thinking of him or her, can trigger the production of oxytocin. With all of these chemicals rushing through your brain, it's understandable you may lose your head. Give in to the emotions. It's in our nature to fall madly in love.
1: All right, here we are, back again for our incredible five-part series. This is our second episode series here of the five senses of love with hearing.
0: I can hear you. (laughs) I hear you, baby.
1: So before we get started, just to give you guys a precursor here, uh, I'm a little under under the weather, so my voice is a little crackly. May have to excuse myself a moment here and there. Do apologize, but we'll get through it.
0: Children are great, man. I mean, you know, you guys know parents out there who have kids. As soon as the school season starts, you know, we love on them, and it's great. Kids are great, but they share everything with us, including their sicknesses. So our son got it first, then passed it on to our daughter, and then our daughter, the apple of daddy's eye, passed it on to him, and now he's all bent out of shape over. I feel really bad. Knock on wood, hopefully I do not get this. I have been taking vitamin C's like M&M's. <laughs> I kid you not. I, I'm I'm probably overdosing on them, but uh, I really feel like you can never have too much vitamin C. We've been... Uh, dealing with these colds with everyone for I guess the last maybe three weeks or so maybe a little more and so far I have not been touched with it thank you god hopefully that will remain the factor because I have to take care of everyone else I do not have time to catch anything here
1: yep so fellas if you're if you're like me like most men when we get sick we'd be turned into big Huge, massive babies.
0: Oh, my God. Tell me about it. <laughs> not us women. We tough. We tougher than nails. What? We can handle anything, including birth.
1: Yeah, that, that's true. But I feel like crap. And, yeah, <laughs> I complain. You know what? This is probably a, a great way of, I guess, what? I don't want to say most women, but my wife probably goes through when she has her menstrual.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I see how that is. I see how that is. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You know, we... We're not, I'm not a baby about it. I'm more of a, the other word that I'm not going to say. I am not, I turn into a villain once a month for about, you know, a week or two. And it's not fun. And uh, I probably put my husband through hell, but I am not a baby about it. I'm just, I'm really extra moody and grouchy.
1: (laughs) And ironically, we're going to be speaking about hearing. Well. Here we go. So I've got my coffee and my creamer. You got me? Yes. And it's time to get brown.
0: <laughs> you always say that. I, <laughs> that does not sound good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoy that. I think that's probably my most favorite part when we start an episode. So hearing is one of our love senses. It's truly it's really not a lot of information that we try to do a lot of research about it. So we're just going to speak specifically on some of the things that we found out about hearing just from a scientific perspective and a few different things maybe you didn't know and or do know or didn't know and or our personal experience about hearing and then how that all correlates together, especially when you're using hearing and finding the, the big L word, love, and how does that correlate with your relationships itself? Hearing is, to me, love can be heard. I I think it's it goes in so many different ways. It can be the tone of your voice. It can be the way that you're you're speaking to one another. You you can use hearing in the sense of you know, your affection of love with with speaking to your spouse or your significant other, um, or your children, or a family member. All that are some of the examples of hearing and how that correlates with love and how you project it through within you so we're not using action at all just your voice and your tone your your volume of how you project yourself through your communication and and hearing that port that part of your, your your partner your spouse how they receive it is they receive it through hearing
0: um yeah and i got a fun fact you know me with my fun facts Hearing, it's the fastest human sense, and I didn't realize that until researching it. And like Teddy said, there's not a lot out there regarding hearing when it comes to love research-wise, but the little that I did found, I found intriguing. Um, it's just once sound reaches your inner ear, it takes about one twentieth of a second for your brain to understand it, and you hear anywhere from 20 to 100 times faster than what you see. So hearing plays a pivotal role in stirring those romantic feelings that you could feel for someone else. You know, um, whether you're listening to pillow talk or speaking, you know, adoringly over the phone, it's really important. I mean, me personally, I love my, my husband's voice. You guys hear it. He's sexy as hell. Even sick. He sounds sexier. <laughs> I love hearing him talk with his deep voice and it's so sensual So anytime I hear him speak, those feelings inside me stir instantly because his voice, it does something for me, you guys. It really does. I think it does something for the dog, too, because he's talking and she's just staring at him nonstop. Our dog is obsessed with him as I am.
1: So I'm glad you got a chance to hear about how hearing affects Jenny. (laughs) Hearing goes so many different ways for so uh, so many of us. And and it affects us in different ways. I'll talk a little bit about the hearing part, but also speak a little bit about the listening part as well in conjunction of an action and a non-action about hearing and the definition with it.
0: you mm, said action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let, let's, let's put that to action and let me hear you. <laughs> let me hear you as soon as we turn off this podcast.
1: So let's ask you guys a question. What do you consider hearing and how does the hearing affect you in the form of love think about it how would how would you perceive the love through hearing how can you describe it how can you sum it up well can you hear love yes
0: Mm, i heard you last
1: night (laughs) (laughs) yeah so from the the one that that you love you know how how are they speaking to you what what are they projecting to you that you hear are you hearing what they're saying? Are you actively listening to what they're actually saying?
0: I, I'm I'm actively listening to you all the time, baby.
1: <laughs> do you speak, do you peak interest during that time as you're projecting to get their attention for them to hear you out?
0: Hell yeah, I peaked interest. <laughs> <laughs> I peaked three times. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> so hearing is such an incredible, It's a, it's such a powerful thing. And I think it's an underrated, th- underrated thing for tho- those of us that may not be able to hear or have this function. Um, obviously, you can't hear us at this current moment, but may be able to translate it through a- ASL uh, with a with a friend or a family member or a partner. Those of you that have that ability to hear our podcast. But think about how do you hear your love? How do you hear your partner? We do so much when it comes to hearing Here's some examples of some of the things that we do that you may not think of right away. Those of you that are musically inclined, have an incredible voice. Maybe you're singing to your partner your favorite song, favorite love song. Maybe it's an exciting song. Maybe it's a crazy song. Who knows? Uh, Maybe it's something that you just made up, but it's something that your partner is listening to you, either actively listening to you or passively listening to you.
0: I don't know how you'd be listening to me with my reggaeton blasting all the time. <laughs> That's the only thing I pretty much play in this house is reggaeton.
1: So I, I, before I get further in, in depth with this, let's go into a little bit about hearing and listening. So let me give you some a meaning. The meaning of hearing is really just a perception of sound. So we hear all the time without whether we want to or not. It's there in our background. Whether you're hearing um, noises from vehicles driving, background music, my voice right now, um, mm,
0: your voice, <laughs> I don't mind. Keep on talking, baby.
1: Maybe you have animals, your cat, your dog. Uh, maybe you have, um, you know, you're at the beach with your friends and family, your loved ones, or you live in the city. There's train, buses, yelling,
0: beer bottles. My gosh, that reminds me when we went to New York. I can't do city. I love New York, you guys. And I only love it because our family's over there. And it's a a blast because family makes it that way. But I give it to them for living over there. I, I know they're used to it. That's where they've grown. And nothing against New York. I love visiting, but I don't think I could ever live there. It is a very noisy city. We heard yelling... I mean, cop cars every two seconds. Pretty much the whole time we were there, it was kind of the norm. Unlike where we are now, it's so quiet. We're out in, you know, the country and so forth.
1: Absolutely. Um, it's so much going on all every hour of the day it's like a in a place like New York City. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's insane. So let's go into the meaning of listening. Actively understanding the sounds that you're hearing. You're truly focusing in on what you're hearing and actively listening to tune in to understand what you're, what you're translating in your mind. Either you're translating the words that I'm speaking directly and correlating that to understanding. Or you're actively listening to when your spouse is speaking to you and trying to prescribe that of what they're trying to communicate to you at some level. So those are the, those are the meanings between your hearing and listening. And then think about the process of how do you process hearing? Hearing is passive, it's physical, so you just it's there. There's nothing more to it. There's not more that, that you have to do. It's just something that's going to be there. You can't cover it up unless you're you truly are um, having hearing impairment or something like that. Uh, processing listening it's it's an active piece, it's mental. It's something that you physically have to focus in again on doing. It's an action.
0: That's always a problem. I end up zoning out when I look at you and I just watch your lips <laughs> move <laughs> as you're talking and I get closer and closer <laughs> and then I just stop listening.
1: Yep. <laughs> so here's here's one more little comparison point as well I want to point out between hearing and listening. The concentration level between hearing is really not necessary. It's just there. And then listening, it's a required concentration level. So same things that I'm speaking back and forth about. So... Think about the different scenarios that you're at as you're forming love. How are you going to project that? You're really thinking about what you're going to do and the actions that you're doing to ensure your partner is hearing you as well as actively listening to you. I think it goes hand in hand. I truly I believe it, it makes such a, a massive impact about how love portrays in hearing.
0: I agree a hundred percent with that statement, Teddy. I think a lot of times when I, I've talked to friends and family members and people on social media, I realize that a lot of people complain with their significant other and why they have marital problems is because they're not being heard. That is a common problem in marriage and in relationships they don't speak the same love language. We spoke about love languages. I believe that was episode four. You know, everyone's love language is different. Um, Everyone speaks differently when it comes to love. And sometimes it gets misinterpreted, I guess, when you try to communicate with your significant other and you don't speak the same love language. So you're not being heard. And that's the biggest complaint I think for 90% of people out there in relationships, is that they're not being heard by their significant other.
1: Yeah, I agree. Especially when I'm in trouble. <laughs> 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 I can still hear, but I am not actively listening. Right now. <laughs> okay.
0: You want me to get out the chunk and throw it upside your head? I see how that goes.
1: <laughs> yep, that's one of our TikToks, too.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about that one. That is a TikTok. <laughs>
1: Yeah so hearing I know I know a lot of a lot of guys right now you're probably hearing this and and if your significant significant others listening to this and and the ladies listening to this uh or you know either identified identified individuals I'm sure you're listening to this and like yep I've been through that I've seen that we're all adults and or maturing adults to know that we've been through this point at some at some moment <laughs> so we're making fun we're poking fun uh, with with Jenny and I, um, but we're completely open with, with so many different aspects of relationship, especially with hearing. There are great times that there are times for using hearing and actively listening. And there are times you just don't want to hear or actively listen. Preach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, we're given this special gift and we have to utilize it for better or for worse. Either way, We've got it. We've got to use it. And before all things, love conquers all.
0: I think most men are listening right now and they're probably thinking, nah, man, <laughs> this is not a gift. <laughs> this is not a gift.
1: <laughs> well, those of you that may be thinking about that right now, you're probably in the doghouse at the moment. <laughs> I would say get yourself to a local uh, store, grocery store or something. Grab some flowers. Chocolates. Chocolates. Yep. that That'll be a great one. Maybe uh download and forward uh your favorite um music video or or MP three I well we don't even use that anymore so yeah. go date it.
0: <laughs> well, I just felt old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, I would do something like that. Um, but I, I again, those of you that have been in that, and those in my shoes or all of us have been at that at that point in some time actively listening and hearing. The love portion with that is think about what you do on a regular basis, the conversations that you have with your, with your loved one, with your partner, your spouse. I mean, that level of communication of hearing and listening and speaking, talking to each other on a regular basis is so crucial. Here's something Jenna and I do on an everyday basis. Um, when I'm at work, I go to work. Um, most of the time, you know, I leave really, really early. Uh, Jenna and the kids still sleeping. I won't call, I won't bother, but the first thing Jenny does is she'll call me. Mm,
0: I love hearing your <laughs> voice. That's that's not, my morning
1: doesn't start until I hear him. And that's that's really how it goes. We have a, a conversation for a little bit. If I have a little more time to speak, I will. If not, I'm like, listen, I love you very much. I'm a little busy now, and then I gotta go. But the main thing is, I always pick up, we always have a conversation no matter what, no matter what I'm doing, what's happening, because that's how important uh, Jenny is. And especially if my kids are there and they're trying to talk to daddy as well. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I always make sure that I I talk to him every morning before they go to school. If he's available and um, they say good morning to their father and they love him. It's It's really important to tell your significant other every chance you get that you love them. You guys, life is short. Life is so short. So every moment you get those words, I love you, make sure you tell that person. And every morning, as most of you know that have watched my lives, I get up at 4am and my morning doesn't start until I hear Teddy's voice and I let him know I love him. I let him know because you're here one day and then you blink and you're gone. And um, I want him to know every chance I can that he is absolutely loved. I adore this man.
1: Thank you. I love you too. So fellas or ladies or others, let me, let me get a little bit more deeper with you guys. This envision you're out on your first date with someone and you an encounter them. I'm just, I'm just putting this into your head. Close your eyes for a minute. If you're driving, you know, don't do this, but <laughs> if you're at home or you're sitting down in the office or something, close your eyes. Envision that your first date or whoever this person is, you're going to. It's incredible. You look at them and it's like, wow, all right, that person is just caught my attention. definitely someone I'm attracted to. Maybe you're on a blind date, or maybe you've seen them and you've made arrangements and now you're going on a physical date. Or outside of of, uh, just normal everyday life, you're going to a personal, private setting. And now it's your chance, your opportunity to hear love, to speak. To an extent, you're obviously not going to be In love right away, but it's just the beginning phases of it. And as you sit down, maybe you're having dinner and you're eye to eye. You have your eye contact. You're sitting down from across from each other.
0: I'm sorry you said eye contact. (laughs) That just brought me back to your corny line
1: always. (laughs) You're listening to everything around you. You're hearing everything around you. All the all the commotion, everything is going. Your heart is pumping, blood flowing, blood pressure's up. You're you're sweaty. You're nervous. And the person that you're there to meet has the most annoying, <laughs> loud. Maybe the granny nanny. Or it wasn't the nanny. Her voice is super annoying, incredibly annoying. Uh, I forgot the show. I'm sorry, guys. But anyway, she's a high pitched sounding individual. If you so- if you sound like that, I apologize. Not pointing you out or anything like that. I'm just trying to give you a visual as well as an audio of what something like something would turn you off. Maybe you're not, but...
0: Oh, uh, the show The Nanny.
1: Yeah, the, well, that was like maybe in the 90s. <laughs> Did she laugh like something like <laughs> yeah,
0: that or something? Yeah, she laughed something like that. <laughs> She's adorable. <laughs> I, I loved her. I love that show.
1: Sometimes it doesn't line up with your visual. Not all audio or hearing portrays what your love is. But for, for others, that may not be that way. You may... If someone else may find that extremely attractive and then go head over heels for that person, that conversation flows so well. And you're speaking about from point A to point B, everything you want to achieve in your life, all your dreams, your hopes, and that person aligns with you and everything connects. It's that next step that you go through from just a simple conversation of hearing. And that's how powerful that level of communication thought and connection connecting as human beings and how we connect is also part of hearing
0: yeah you can't have a relationship without communication we've spoken about that in other podcast episodes so hearing speaking very important for your communication for your love Um, I struggled a little bit with this whole series that we're doing right now because there is science behind love. And I struggled because you, will, you want to believe when you're younger that, you know, you, you find love, you fall in love. It's just matters of the heart, but not necessarily 100%. You know, there's an initial spark between people. You know, the body, it produces high levels of testosterone and estrogen, which drives intense feelings of lust. Exactly what I felt when I first met my husband those feelings of lust can be mistaken for love very, very easy. The brain then produces elevated levels of dopamine. That plays a role in how people experience pleasure, resulting in faster heart rates, restlessness, loss of appetite, all signs of attraction. So, me and Teddy were having this conversation before we started up on this podcast episode and I had question I'm like well if this is the case what about arranged marriages arranged marriages that's a big thing in my husband's family he's Guyanese and a lot of people in his family have gotten married you know by through uh, arranged marriages so my question is you know if there's science behind love how do they end up falling in love because obviously All of his family, they're very much in love, and uh, that was a big thing for me because you know we went through meeting each other and that initial spark, and you know the all the senses played a key role. But when you have an arranged marriage, majority of the time, sometimes they know each other, you know neighbors and so forth in Guyana, and then there's other times. I mean, in a lot of especially a lot of. Indian Indian cultures, you don't know the people that you're marrying and you end up getting married to a stranger and um, from your parents, you know, arranging it for you, but then they end up falling madly, madly in love. So is it science or is it strictly matters of the heart?
1: Oh, That's that pretty deep. Make me sound like an idiot.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's your culture though. Like I think it's beautiful. And if you look at the statistic numbers, Arranged marriages last a whole lot longer than regular marriages. It's been proven time and time again. So there's got to be something there.
1: I think you learn to love as well as you know you you have a completely different perspective from the person that you initially were maybe wanting to be with or not be with. But it throws your whole you as an individual completely off. And I think it is, that's a different a different lesson, different type of subject. Of love.
0: I know I'm getting sidetracked here, but that was that was a conversation between you and I before we we started podcasting and it kinda threw me for a loop because like your aunts, your uncles, I look up to all his family members. His aunts, his uncles, his parents, his grandparents, God rest their soul. They're all madly in love, but they're also all arranged marriages. And I wanna be just like them. I wanna grow old with you, my teddy bear, and just there's so much to look up to and again the science behind it. Is it science? Is it matter of the heart? I'm always going to go back and forth. Because with you and I, there's science behind it. Because we've seen each other, right? That was the first senses we seen. And then we talked to each other, which is hearing, right? Yep. Every sense came to play with us. It wasn't arranged. It was literally falling that attraction was there. But with them, it was arranged. And they love e- all of your family. They're madly in love. So just going back and forth in my head with it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. So just going to throw this out there, too, as we're speaking about my background, my culture and my family members. You know, a great example of that is like your father and his wife now. Incredible love story. Your your dad is a, an incredible guy, too.
0: I look up to my dad. I I am. <laughs> I am the spitting image of my dad, both in appearance and in personality, I've been told. Um, For those of you who know me and who have seen me on Lives and have seen and heard everything that I go through in life with my health and and all that, I am a very positive person and I get that from my father. And his his wife is amazing. Their love story is amazing. They are definitely two people that we absolutely look up to.
1: So let's go into a little bit deeper. Into uh into hearing and listening, hearing is like we were speaking earlier about it. To give more uh, depth, is continuous. You know, you hear sounds all day. It's a phys physiologically aspect of being. Listening is temporary. You, know, you it requires so much attention and focus. It's voluntary versus involuntary. Um, like the phrase of in one ear and out the other, is, is hearing. Like <laughs> all the kids,
0: every every child you've ever spoken to, you tell them something goes in one ear, comes out the other.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, reasons on on how hearing is different from listening. Listening requires patience and practice. You know, it was based on you know so many different reasons, uh, both emotionally and physiologically. Our brain here's something that's really really cool. Physiologically, our brain actually processes words faster. Uh, then people can speak them, and that's the made the the major um, difference. So uh, people people speak on average of about one hundred and twenty five words per minute, but our brains are capable of uh, taking in about eight hundred words per minute. Man, that's that's. Uh, I don't know about you, but I can't take more than that. That's just so much.
0: That's exhausting just to hear you say that. That's
1: exhausting. I mean, jeez, I hope I don't get in trouble too often because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if you ever hear a, Sp- a Spanish woman uh, get down to breaking brackets with uh, with a hundred and twenty five words per minute, it's like more like ten thousand.
0: No empieza, okay? <laughs> don't don't go there.
1: So the emotional reason about that as well is. The amount of which we listen depends on how much we care about the subject or what we're listening to. The depth that we we care could help to curtail the side thoughts that enter our mind and when we're listening to someone we're talking to. So here's a, a few examples of how crucial hearing is, is how to become an active listener. And I think I want to touch a lot on that, because we can hear things, but being a, a listener, especially an active listener, is huge. So actively, active listening requires attention and care. Here's some good examples of that. Number one is just ask, asking good questions. Uh, when listening attentively, you can ask good questions. You can follow what your speaker is trying to convey to you. And you can respond back with detail and accuracy. And you can really push forward the conversation in general. So when you're there with your partner and you're specifically talking to each other in dialogue, you're picking up on what they're saying, you're verbatim back to that person that you're speaking in conversation with, even if it's not your partner, It's maybe someone else you're having a general conversation with, and then being able to coordinate and then uh, the word I'm looking for is, is, is like almost mirroring, but you're utilizing it to giving them affirmation that you're understanding what they're talking about. Be curious. With anything in life, curiosity has the power to take us to greater levels.
0: God, always. (laughs) Always. I'm very curious, my teddy bear. Very.
1: (laughs) When you generally express curiosity when you're actively listening, it has the feeling of wanting more and you're focusing and you're paying more attention especially to the person that's just having dialogue with you. I,
0: I'm trying not to say any like, <laughs> sexual comments. You're making it very difficult though, Teddy.
1: Here's another one. Wait to speak. How many times that you have a conversation and you don't listen all the way fully through until the person you're speaking with or having dialogue with is completed their thoughts? Sometimes it takes a, it takes you a moment just to stand back Give that person a chance to feel valued and being able to hear them out on everything that they're wanting to to get through and get across.
0: May I just say, and not because, you know, I'm trying to butter your bread because we're on podcasts, but honestly, again, from what I've heard from other women, you're a really good husband. You listen to me actively. You don't just listen. You hear me. And I never really get a chance to tell you every day how much I appreciate that because there's a lot of times where you're going through a lot in your work day only to hear me <laughs> complain about my day, something that happens with the kids and I'm sitting there and I'm venting to you and you always actively listen, you hear me, you comfort me. I really do appreciate that because I know A lot of people in relationships don't have that with their partner. I do. And I'm very, very blessed. And I want to thank you for that because um, you hear me every time, every day. And I'm not always the easiest person to deal with, okay? I know. I know I'm not. But um, you really do. That's love. Thank you. Trying not to clear my throat in the microphone. (laughs) That's
1: no problem. (laughs) So, you know, just, um, I, I love Jenny. Going back oh into that, <laughs> way to speak.
0: <laughs> Let's not get bushy here.
1: Um, sometimes the hardest part about act, about listening is not interrupting. You know, to actively listen, you have to rely on the cues that someone has done speaking before you open your mouth to talk. So really remember that as, as you're communicating and you're hearing, you're actively listening in the proper way.
0: <laughs> Let me stop being stupid over <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stay
1: focused. Stay focused. That's another great point.
0: He can't right now. I'm distracting (laughs) him big time. And that's why we keep on laughing. Because if you haven't realized already, we're a little crazy. And so when we're podcasting, I think that that's when we're at our crazy, or at least I am. (laughs) So I am doing very inappropriate things to Teddy over here. And I'm distracting him. So let me stop so you can like continue to talk. Sure. (laughs) Try at least.
1: So being focused means that you have have to silence the other thoughts in your mind and pay attention to the words being spoken. The only way you can practice on your focus outside of active listening can be really meditation. I think it's a it's a cool thing to kind of just take a moment, take a breather. Meditation doesn't have to be like a full half an hour, full hour thing. It just needs to be a moment where you can just let your mind go blank and
0: I am um, I meditate every ever so often. I, I used to do it every day, but I no longer do it every day. Um, but I do it like every two days, I want to say. And it's it's really positive. It's not only to clear your mind. I mean, you really do like your body feels relieved as well when you meditate. It's very peaceful. It puts you in a more tranquil, peaceful state of mind. I recommend it for everyone.
1: Here's, a, here's a, uh, just one last thing so we don't get too far into it. If someone is speaking to you, and they're having a conversation with you in general, and you're you're hearing, you're actively listening. Don't fill in the holes of that story. There's sometimes there's parts of the story that you feel that may be missing. Don't don't inject your own thoughts or what what may be part of that story, what you think that story should be like. Ask questions and try to figure out what you're missing, so you have the full understanding of what that story is supposed to be interpreted as.
0: So we talked about oxytocin in episode four, love language, as mentioned earlier. And if you hear your lover's voice or even just think about them, that can trigger the production of oxytocin. And you know, once those chemicals come rushing through your brain, it nurtures, you know, your love and the feeling of falling madly in love.
1: I, I Man, that is such a uh, incredible topic and subject. I'm actively listening right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I bet you are.
1: (laughs) With that, I'm going to jump into some of the benefits of uh, of listening and the foundations of effective communication. So uh, with effective communication, like we're discussing with hearing and communicating and listening, it really builds strong relationships and effective ones. It's a major part of learning and and solving a lot of problems with communicating back and forth. Again, I I go back to some of the basics from our earlier podcasts that we've done, as well as in general. Ladies, partners, us men and your partners don't know what you want unless you communicate. Uh, As well as those that are receiving that communication, we need to interpret it. And if we don't know what that interpretation is, we need to ask questions. So, when it comes to all aspects of your life, you will want to be a good communicator and accomplish all your goals and all the things that move you forward. So, some of the foundations is like really like um, fi- finding true meaning, not interrupting at all during conversations, asking specific questions, and then restating what o- the other person is saying again to get that affirmation that you're listening to what they're talking about. Some of the benefits of act uh, of listening. You know, with it, within the world that we live in, that we have so much hearing and active listening that's conducted on a regular basis that we don't even realize. Like, for example, podcasts, it's huge right now. So many folks are out there listening to so many different variations of what they like. Um, maybe they even turn on to a video uh, that they prefer on YouTube. And listening to somebody on there, either a how-to or maybe just in general, maybe someone giving their opinion about something, we're actively listening all the time. We're hearing things all the time. But the benefits of of listening in specific, it really shows that you care and you focus about what you're saying. You're forging strong and general relationship with the people that you are communicating well with. You're understanding and you're exchanging that knowledge between one another. You're sharing information and even memories as you go through and communicate. Passing ideas and stories down to the next generation. I mean, think about that. When's, when's the last time you had an incredible story from one of your family members or some of your friends?
0: Oh my gosh, that brings me back to um, your grandfather, Teddy Bear. Um, his grandfather, we called him Nana. He passed away. A couple of years ago, uh, but his stories—I truly enjoyed listening and hearing that man's stories of growing up, his childhood in Guyana. He was fascinating. He is one of the most fascinating people. Him and my grandfather, the two most fascinating men I've ever spoken to, with great stories from childhood, are the grandpas of the family. I—I I really that that just triggered that when you said that.
1: Yeah, they, they have a whole generational um, progression compared to what most of us will never, ever face um, from real life, um, like I can speak for my grandfather, the level of poverty that he's, he grew up with, and then the hard work and effort to not just work, but staying and keeping your family going and, and, and grow, going and growing, uh, eating for the day. Um, being able to earn a, a living and a wage, um, you know, planting and getting back from the earth and and the ground that you put in with, um, and then you know just surviving in general. That that's the biggest thing going on from my grandfather and and my grandfather in law, discussing and resolving conflicts. Another great example of of benefits of listening. You you won't know it until you get to that point. And then creating better solutions to existing problems that you, that you currently have or may encounter. So those are some of the great things with listening and hearing. And then with that, you're building that level of trust and that level of communication and, and forming such a bond. You're only strengthening your love with your partner. You're only getting to that next level. You're only pushing yourself further and further to a strong, loveful, loveful and
0: I, I want to say you. I, gotta stop I, I, you. I was just I'm about to say lustful
1: relationship. <laughs> <the show.
0: laughs> um, out of the the five human senses, as we talked about before, the sense of hearing—it's the most powerful. You guys, it is the most powerful sense that we have. The sense of hearing, it perceives music, speech, environmental sounds, in, in a matter that surpasses the capability of all other sensory organs. The human ear, it's actually more sensitive and faster than the eye. So it is our most important sensory organ on us.
1: That's in, and That's another incredible thing. I mean... Think about, all. I mean, I'm just going to go through just not just about love at this point. It's just about hearing in general, listening in general. Think about all the things we do on a regular basis. I think we're going back to the beginning of the podcast. Think about all of what we do in hearing. I mean, we hear our loved ones. We hear our children. Those of you that are parents, the first time you hear your son or daughter crying for the first time.
0: Oh, my gosh. If you guys aren't parents yet and you don't have <coughs> kids. Oh, are you okay? Yeah. Um, if you don't have kids, you know, um, the first time that you hear your baby be born and make that first cry, it is the most musical and emotional experience you can ever experience i remember each of our we have three kids and i remember each of their sounds when they were born that first cry oh we cried me and teddy cried big time it was the most greatest sound i think we've ever heard in our lives
1: i i would agree the same thing when i first bought my the best car i ever owned and i started up for the first time <laughs> oh, god that sound was just amazing. I'm gonna
0: slap you upside your head. I cannot believe you're <laughs> comparing you're comparing our children to a freaking car. Oh my goodness, That's...
1: I love that car.
0: Oh Lord, have mercy. It was it
1: was it was really nice. I know I get sidetracked, but it was a two door Lexus. Amazing, beautiful color blue. Oh my Never god. Never
0: really let me drive it. I've only driven that car a couple of times when you had it. It was fun, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I can, I can see that I was so jealous
1: so let's let's get into more what other what kind of other examples as I'm talking what kind of examples you can think of with hearing listening actively listening
0: you know where I'm gonna take this <laughs> you you can't you can't turn it over to me and expect me not to go in the wrong direction with it I'm gonna talk about behind closed doors because those sounds you know that of course those sounds are the most pivotal points when you are making love to someone when you hear their excitement especially when it comes to that moment of a climax let's be realistic that sound is the sound that gets your blood pressure going your heart racing it's something that you actually seek when you're making love to your partner is that sound for them to make where they hit their climax and you're just like okay I did that (laughs) that's that plays a big role in the hearing sense
1: it does it really does I mean for me I'm I'm sure for most of the other guys or partners out there you know when you're doing a really good job at least you hope so (laughs) because you never know if it's true or not hey it's
0: it's true. You you know, <laughs> I keep it real. Okay, Teddy, I keep it real. <laughs> and again, that communication, we go back to that. That has to do with even, you know, intimacy. If you don't communicate during intimacy, you know, if you want your partner to try something to do something different, you got to tell them because they're not mind readers. So if you want them to, you know, explore other things, you know, in the bedroom, say you do, you know, I, I always tell you what I want. <laughs> I don't That's hold great. back.
1: And I'm always actively listening.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. The way you said I'm that.
1: Actively Your listening.
0: Your face.
1: <laughs> and Jenny's always hearing.
0: <laughs> You're too much.
1: <laughs> so what where do we go from here guys? So we're at actively listening, we're in hearing the sense of love. Yo, can you hear love? Can you listen to love?
0: Yes, you can.
1: Can you, how how are you going to interpret interpretate Interpret? I can't even speak right now. Let me
0: stop touching you. I really got to (laughs) stop. I'm being horrible over here.
1: What is going to be your form of hearing or listening with love?
0: Let's turn off this podcast and find out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So in conclusion, with hearing and love, it's your interpretation. It's everything we spoke about in this podcast today. There's so much more to it. But I'll just give you a small dynamic of of listening and hearing, and how that goes really hand in hand. Ears give people the ability to hear, but listening gives people the ability to be here and in the present. Listening makes us understand. Uh, listening makes understanding happen, so that communication is actionable and insightful. While you can't practice how you hear. You can practice how to hone in on the skills, how to listen. Understanding the difference between hearing versus listening is the biggest step to mastering good communication skills. So with that, I know Jenny wanted to get uh, some information out to the rest, the rest of you out there to listen to us on a regular basis. Um, and those that are new to us as well. So, Jenny?
0: You spoke with great wisdom today, Teddy. <laughs> this... uh We've researched a lot before we do our episodes and uh, this episode was a little bit more complex to research due to the fact that we've recently experienced loss in our family. On Friday, this past Friday, our Chihuahua Simba that we've had for 11 years passed away and it was one of the hardest things that we've had to go through in this household. Our oldest son and myself were here when it happened the dog literally took his last breath in our arms, and I cannot tell you how hard it is. I've 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 cried every single day. It's hard not to. We are hurting very bad. For anyone who's ever lost a pet, you know exactly how this feels. They are not our, just our pets. They're, they're our family. We've always had three children and three dogs. We've always wanted six kids, but since I couldn't physically have six kids... That's why we compensated with the three dogs. So in a way, that was our six kids. We just lost one of our, our dogs. So um, we don't have six anymore. And that's, that's really something very hard to live with every day and not be able to see our, one of our fur babies. You know, his bed is empty. His bowls are empty. The house is more empty. It's hurt us in such a way. But I wanted to tell all of you who's reached out, whether it's been on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram, there's so many of you who have reached out to Teddy and I to give your condolences. I want to tell you thank you so much. Thank you for your kind words. Thank you for your sympathy. Thank you for your love and understanding. It does help the healing process. So I just want to say to all our followers, thank you. Thank you for reaching out because it's helped me to cope, all of us here, in such a way. And we're going to get through it. And I appreciate each and every one of you who have taken out the time to say, you know, hang in there. And that you're sorry for our loss. It's much appreciated. And I'm also... Want to give a shout out, a very special shout out to Mr. E from Special Delivery Podcasts. We were on his show last week and it was a great, great time. Fun interview with Mr. E. It was actually one of the funnest times we've had in a long time. Really love his podcast. I truly recommend. If you listen to us, make sure you listen to him, Special Delivery. He's on also every network. He's on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Anchor. I mean, you name it, he's on it. And he's also on YouTube. He's a blast. And our interview is uh, one of his more recent ones. It's It was a lot of fun.
1: We've got a few more weeks to go with the five senses of love. So stick around and follow us for the rest of the series to come.
0: Thank you guys once again. And just so you know, Teddy and Jenny can be found on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and of course, anywhere where you get your music or podcast from.
1: Jenny, I love you like I love my coffee. Hot, hot, hot! hot, hot. hot.
0: Ay, papi, muy caliente! <laughs> you guys, I've attached in the show notes some of the uh, sites that we got our research from to do this episode. So check it out, and if you have any suggestions and episodes you want us to do, topics you want to hear. Email cream in my coffee ninety seven at gmail